Welcome to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast, the place to be if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, or business leader wanting to take your business from good to great. Tune in as we speak with amazing thought leaders, CEOs, and business trailblazers about their journey, challenges, and successes. Here's your host and business innovation expert, Lynn Nicole. Welcome to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. On this episode, we'll discuss the importance of being visible and building strategic partnerships to boost your bottom line. My name is Lynn Nicole, and today I am talking with Lucinda Cross, the CEO of Activate Worldwide and founder of Activate Your Life. She is known as the voice of this generation. She is a TEDx speaker, an accomplished best-selling author, and recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award from the former President Barack Obama. Her leadership advice has been featured on the Today Show, Black Enterprise, Essence Magazine, Ebony, Dr. Oz, as well as numerous online publications and online radio shows. So if you guys are ready, because I know I'm ready, it's time to get some deeper insights on the power of visibility and partnerships from our featured guest for this episode, Lucinda Cross. Thank you so much for having me. I actually have a quote written on my whiteboard in my office right now that I would love to share before we get started just to get the tone set for today's topic. And what you said was, until you change your thinking, your experience mm. will remain the same. It's time to operate at a higher vibration. Can, can you tell our listeners how you got to that mindset first? Oh my gosh, that's powerful. So first of all, I wanted to know who wrote that quote. And then you said that was me. That was, that, that's pretty deep. Um, but, um, I would, <laughs> yeah, that's for your words. <laughs> everything, for me, everything is mindset, right? And so if you want to see different, you have to think different. And, you know, people still expect to see different things with the same, you know, what they say. Your mother says this thinking, thinking. And so in order to see different experiences, you have to change your whole thought process. How, how you perceive things, how you process things, it, it all starts in the mindset. And so mindset mastery is key for me because, you know, we got enough basket cases out here. And so, you know, in light of this whole podcast with visibility and partnerships, it's important for us to even think about how we want to be perceived. And that goes right back to that quote that uh Lucinda Cross said <laughs> yeah you know her <laughs> you know her yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you know entrepreneurship is nothing new in the black community of course black people have historically worked hard to establish maintain and grow their own businesses to cultivate an economic base but truth mm -hmm. be told black businesses and black consumers are a necessary alliance and to be frank the consumer is already doing their part, which is spending, of course. Mm -hmm. You can have the greatest business that provides the best products and services. However, without visibility, no one will know that you exist. Can you talk to us about the power of visibility and why showing up is key to business success? So my favorite thing is credibility, visibility, and profitability. And for me, um, visibility was key because how many of us are best kept secrets and nobody really knows how good we are. They don't know how important our products or services are and what we bring to the table. But then it goes back to the people who um, are behind the scenes and 
I run across a lot of clients, especially women. I don't think men have this problem, but a, a lot of women, you know, I just like to stay behind the scenes. I'm a behind the scenes type of person. When they really know that they want to be in the forefront and they just don't know how, they don't know how they'll be perceived. They don't know, you know, they question themselves, they question their skill set. And so when it comes to visibility, you have to be, understand the whole term of domination. Right. I am here. I am all that in a bag of chips. I have something of value to bring to the table. I don't care. And, and it really even gets to the point where you're saying, you know what? Some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. Right. And it pushes back the the pride or the ego or the fear of am I going to be accepted? Are they going to like what they're seeing? You know, does this make sense to the market? You know, the greatest the, the greatest fuel for success is pushing past fear, right? And when you're able to push past the fear of being seen, knowing deep down in your heart, you want more clients, you want more visibility, you want more access, um, but you're fearful of how people are going to perceive you. Forget that, you know, forget, forget, the, we have to just get the, just F it, forget it, <laughs> face it, <laughs> uh, fast forward it, you know? fail forward, you know, and so just using that whole F and just say, you know what, I'm just going, forget it, I'm going to just face it at this point, I need to be seen, I need to connect with the right alliances, um, I have something of value to bring to the table, and somebody needs what I have, and I was tired of being the best kept secret, and I wanted to use the excuse of, you know, well, I'm a behind the scenes type of person, that's marketing, you know, I, I just like helping with marketing plans, but there was a different type of tax bracket that was connected to visibility for my brand. And when I embraced that, my tax bracket increased, my finances increased, my confidence increased. And then it was just like, listen, I'm not no longer leaning on procrastination or perfectionism in order to be seen. I'm showing you my flaws, mistakes, and I'm being vulnerable. And women, my community respected that and they leaned forward. And they said, how can I help? How can I hire you? How can we work with you? We need more. Um, and so I was the only one holding myself back. And if anyone who's listening knows that you're holding yourself back because you're the quote unquote best kept secret, it is time to shine and not just say it just because it sounds good, but really say, listen, I'm shining even when it's unfinished, unperfect, without all the support, without all the bells and whistles. This is what I have. This is who I am like it or not that is awesome i'm inspired <laughs> <laughs> very much so so do you have any suggestions when it comes to marketing and getting um out there so people know who we are that we exist what are your best kept secrets that you use that you would like to share Oh, I'm gonna let you in on one. Lean in, lean in for this one. No, <laughs> I'm telling you a secret. No, but what I do is I've become a strategic stalker in a position that I want to be placed without having a publicist. My greatest marketing tool has been to follow the tigers. So if I wanted to be featured in Essence, I needed to make sure that my message also connected with Essence's brand, Essence Magazine I'm talking about. And so I wanted to, who is highlighting women in my industry in Essence? Who's the writer? 
Who talks about this stuff? Who cares? What are they doing? Who's the person online and who's the person in the magazine? I need to know who she is. I need to connect with her on LinkedIn. I need to tell her that I love her writing on Twitter. I need to share what she has going on on Instagram. And then I need to say, hey, I have something to share with you. Can I send you my book? Do you mind if I, you know, I would love to share my top 10 tips for women going through. And so I strategically place myself with what my brand is doing, connected with what the media is covering. And I merged the two and I said, listen, this is, guess what we're covering? We're covering uh, this particular topic, but it's always about finding out who's already talking about this topic in media. I find their name and I become their online bestie. And from that, and I show them that I have value. I show them that I have resources. I reach out to them. I offer them gifts that I can ship over to them. And so that was one way that I made it work. The other thing is consistency. So marketing strategies, you're looking to say, you know what, Lucinda, how do I become visible? I'm starting from scratch, you know, or I'm trying to rebrand. Embrace video. Video is key. Open up a YouTube page. Uh, start a YouTube channel, start sharing your tips and messages, your how-tos, your one, two, three. Media loves to, when you are able to teach, then then that's the key, you know? And so when you are able to show that you're a leader of leaders and a teacher of teachers in your craft, then the media wants you. Um, and you get yourself out of the sea of sameness. And so embracing video is one, having a consistent media platform. You know, you're not going to see me posting um, uh, cupcakes on my Facebook, my business Facebook page, unless it's relating to a tip that I'm sharing on why women need to stay, uh, have some type of balance domestically with themselves and their business, you know, and so making sure that everything we post and what you're connected to has a consistent flow, a brand message, um, your brand position is on point, and then you're tagging media. Believe it or not, that's the easiest way to get them to get some eyes on you, especially now. Start tagging the media in your Instagram posts. Start tagging them on your Facebook posts. Like I said, uh, retweet them and quote them on Twitter. And the secret sauce is right in LinkedIn. Many of my media friends are right inside of LinkedIn. And I've learned to become friends with publicists without even hiring them. I begin to show them that I provide value. And they're like, well, Cinder, you know what? So-and-so is looking for a write-up in Inc. Magazine. Do you cover this? Yes. Uh, you asking me, do I cover anything? The answer is yes. I've done from savings to apps to investments to marketing to mom to, you know, you name it. The answer is always yes. I'm going to find a way to relate it back to my business. Um, and so that, that is key. So creating a social media marketing calendar, one, with a level of consistency, two, reaching out and learning how to make connections and friends with media outlets, who's writing what on online magazines, who's writing what on the, the print and digital, uh, on the print magazines, and also who's covering your topics and podcasts. So my virtual assistant, her job, her main job, I need you to get me on these podcasts. And so she has a list of podcasts that I highlighted. I had her do the research as well. And I said, you know, just book me. It's COVID. I need the, my brand to stay relevant. And so I'm literally booked from now till November with wow. visibility opportunities just because of a simple ask. And I think that's what we don't do. Yeah, they say all you got to do is ask for help. Mm-hmm. 
It's the hardest thing though. That's the hardest thing. It is, especially for black people. Let's keep it real. Yes. We, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's true. We're just gonna keep it real. It's very hard for us to step outside of ourselves and say, hey, can you give me some help here? You know, mm -hmm. um, we'd rather fall down, fall down, and just keep falling. When all we have Because we don't want anybody to know we're hurting, you know, and that's one thing within, you know, I just had a call with, with a, a major leader from, you know, from one of these Fortune 500 companies, and she's just telling me, you know, within Black America and in the Black community, you know, we are suffering silent. And we don't want to ask for help. We don't want to say we need help with our finances. You know, look at how many small business owners are starting but failing in the Black community because they don't understand how to be a good financial steward. Mm. You know, I'll be the first to say I love making money and I love spending it. You know, and that's a, that's a bad combination. But I needed to ask for help to say, here's my problem. <laughs> you know, help me to make it. Um, and then also, you know, even within our black community, and I was talking about this on my last call is we have to get out of just being consumers. All we do is consume, consume, no producing, no investing, no philanthropy. And when we are able to get out of just being consumers um, and start producing and start investing and start philanthropy, we'll see a shift. Um, and so it's now the ask changes the direction. You know, um, we need to start being the answer as well. You're listening to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, this is Angela from Group Economics 2.0, and I'm so excited about my new podcast. It's going to be starting soon, Fridays at 6 p.m. Be sure to tune in. We're going to share some amazing financial information with you because together we can all succeed. We'll see you there. Tune in to Just Minding My Black-Owned Business with Lynn Nicole as she explores intriguing insights on starting and growing black business. Eavesdrop on conversations with successful African-American business owners, entrepreneurs, and leading management experts on how your business can stay ahead of the curve. Just Minding My Black-Owned Business is your advice shop on how to navigate between the margins of business and black culture with effective decisions. Catch thought-provoking ideas Tuesdays at 7 a.m. And now, back to Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast with Lynn Nicole. Now, we can all agree that strategic partnerships are an incredible way to achieve massive growth. And as business owners and entrepreneurs dive deeper into building their startups or established businesses, the next natural thing to do, of course, is to begin to think about how you can partner with other companies to grow your business. And a big mistake a lot of businesses make is entering into partnerships for the sake of partnerships. They get attracted to that big, bright, shiny, big name and think they should just immediately jump on it. Mm -hmm. So let's first talk about the importance and the power of building strategic partnerships and then the steps we should be taking to ensure we are choosing the right partner for us, knowing when to say yes to the right deal and even more difficult, knowing when to say no to the wrong one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, massive growth, right? And partnerships. Uh, 
when we when you look at that, I would say even for me, I'll go to to my own my own brand and business. First starting out, I had no clue. I just wanted to be a logo collector, so to speak, right? Let me just attach myself to TD Bank. Let me just attach myself to Chase. Let me just, but no real solid relationship or partnership. Um, and that is, is confusing because you're, you have no direction. There's no goal. There's no end in mind. And there's no massive growth. Uh, and also I had to position myself to be a powerful, have a, a solid foundation in a business. Let's keep it real. A lot of us are not, you know, some of them don't, some of us don't even have our corporate entities in place. Mm -hmm. um, our, our bank accounts are not even structured right, you know? And so um, you have to, you're, you don't have the certifications as a, a minority uh, women-owned business. Uh, you don't have your certifications as a women-owned business, uh, minority-owned business. Um, there's so many certifications that you can get that opens up the door for contracts um, for you to apply for some of these RSPs. But if we're just coming to the table looking for someone to pull us up, that's the wrong direction. You know, I don't think any of these partnerships and brands are looking to pull a, a company up. They're looking for a true partnership, a joint venture, something that's going to give a return on investment. And it's more than just being able to say on your Instagram, hey, look at me, I partnered with so-and-so. As my, I, One of my biggest partners is Delta, Delta Airlines. And so you don't see me as much uh, on Instagram. Oh, look at me and Delta. Look, the partnership that we have, the return on investment that we have is when they are able to tap into my community to support them with the economic growth for entrepreneurship. But I had to be clear on why we should partner, period. Because they also want to partner with grassroots companies and they also have money to spend um, to, to, to build. And so it, one, position your foundation strong enough that you're clear on what your mission and your vision is as a company. And then aligning with these other brands and major companies who are supporting the people that you would like to serve. So when I looked at Delta, who would have thought that Delta has a whole entrepreneurship, small business, minority program where they have a heart to support low-income minority startups with building their business and educating them. No one would even think of that. So it's all about looking at the company's culture. Every top Fortune 500, Fortune 100, Fortune 250, they have these uh, initiatives. And if you're, not, if you're not going on their website and doing the, the, the research on these initiatives that they have, you'll miss out on how your company can have a play in the game, even as a small company. Do I have a check by my name on Instagram? Absolutely not. Do I have multi-million uh, followers on my Instagram or Facebook or Twitter? Absolutely not. They're looking for a foundation that speaks their language, that is doing the work. And if even if it's doing the work and you're behind the scenes, you have the stats to pull in. So when it's time to give them a one sheet, because sometimes we just think it's long and drawn out. Delta just said, give me a one sheet who you are, what you do, what's the benefit of us working together, what's the concept, how much is it going to cost us, and how long can we be a partner? And so some people get into partnerships, these major companies, and I would say even for myself, if we're doing business to business and we're doing a partnership, it's, I need to know what you're bringing to the table, mm -hmm. right? No one wants to work with someone who's doing nothing mm -hmm. and, and, or trying to figure it out. If we do it together, this is your first time trying it out. 
you know, create that platform yourself. I created my platform before anybody even invited me on their stage to speak. Anybody invited me to be a part of their experience. I created my experiences from my brand to say, I've done it. This is what we do. This is what works. This is what I can bring to the table. And I know a few other bad queen bosses who can come to the table too with it, right? You know, but I had to come with a foundation. And if you're looking to create these partnerships, do the research. State Farm, for example, they are looking to partner with small business owners, keyword, small business owners, low income, just starting up, not making the most high millions, doesn't have all of this hoopla, but it's dedicated to the community. And they support mothers. They're looking for families who are looking to uh, get education funds for their children. They're investing in that. Thousands of, I'm talking 20,000, 30,000, 50,000, they'll pay you just $8,000 an hour just to come in to talk about how, uh, what they're doing and the program that they have to help with education for youth and you as a mother or a family or a blended family can take advantage of it and how important it is for families to have some type of investments and security. They're looking for grassroots people who are on the ground, but if we don't do the research and the due diligence, we'll miss out. It's all in the fine print on all these companies' websites, on who they support and what they do. So you would suggest that they go to these websites and just do some research and get to looking at the about us, why they're here and what they do and who. And, and I noticed that some uh, companies will list um, who their charities are, who they back, you know, who they support and so forth. But for those who do not list that and it's not visible on their website, how do they find it? How do they get that information? Where do they go? What would you, what would you suggest? All right, lean in, lean in. I'm leaning, honey. Yes. <laughs> They're on, on LinkedIn. Like the key, the key, the key. <laughs> lean back. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. You're fine. You're fine. I'm about to sing it. Lean back. <laughs> um, but it's, if you go, even going on LinkedIn, the keyword is diversity and inclusion, supplier diversity. If you find these companies and you just do a Google search on who's in charge of diversity and inclusion for many of these companies, you'll find a name and an email, connect with them, see what events they sponsor and support, see what speakers they highlight and what's the message. See if what you bring to the table can help and support with what they already are supporting without coming up with something new. See, the thing with these companies, they like to stick with what already works, but they have no problem with bringing in new faces for the same message. Sometimes we think we gotta come out with this whole new knockout, drag out. No, these companies are looking for new faces that'll cover the same message. And so diversity, uh, supplier diversity, uh, the managers, directors, you find them online. Um, your diversity and inclusion, and now some of them just call themselves inclusion and diversity, those are the key words to finding who makes the decision for the money and the partnerships. Um, some of these companies, you can find out who does co uh, community and corporate partnerships or community relations. You can reach out to them. I'm bold enough to call up. I called up Michael's, the, the, the craft store, because I'm big on vision boards. And I said, who's in charge? I called the PR. I, seen, I, seen, I found a press release. And I said, oh, I did the research. I said, oh, see a press release. I see the lady's name. Let me reach out to them and see how 
I can even get my product in Michael's or work with Michael's to do some type of uh, city tour to enforce the importance of goal setting and priority using my product mm -hmm. as a special edition product in their store. Reached out to the PR person. She connected me to somebody who handles community partnerships. They they were allowing me to go into the Michaels because they all have like this workshop space, allowing me to go in there. I can charge my people to show up and attend. They would provide me with the materials that I need to put inside my kit. So I didn't even need to buy any products. Wow. And, and to do these small workshops within Michaels and partner with them. Um, the only reason why that didn't work is because I ended up doing something with Nike. But I bring that up to say is that you never know unless you ask. So call up the company. Who handles community relations? How do I begin to partner with American Airlines? Find out who handles diversity and inclusion or supplier diversity or who handles um, community engagement. They always want to tap into grassroots. And if you can tie into something that you're doing, whether it's a series of events, virtual, all companies now are looking for virtual engagement. So I just was talking to a major uh, communications company before we uh, got on this call and she, and I'm listening. The key here is to listen. Oh my God. Phase one, listen. <laughs> so, you know, I'm listening to what she's telling me and she's like, you know, we're gearing towards doing more in terms of education, entertainment. I said, how can I get and support you with the initiative around black entertainment and black education? Mm -hmm. She said, well, you cover this? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, all it takes is a few Google swipes and for me to check and make sure that, but listen, I'm, I'm already black. That's that, that covers 70% of the, <laughs> the, the, the exactly. The other part is to make sure that I have the language and the lingo down um, based on what, what I was hearing her tell me. And so, you know, I think we make it harder than it needs to be. Do your research, call up, ask who handles this. I'm looking to partner. Do they cover sponsorships? Who handles sponsorships? Because I'm not going to sit there online and fill out a whole sponsorship form that's going to go in somebody's uh, 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 email under spam. Mm -hmm. I'm, liter I'm literally going to find out who's the one that says yes. Who's the person behind the, the, the events when it comes to bringing uh, diversity and inclusion to the table? And that's the person that I want to directly email and connect with. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, as you can see, and being quiet and listening, because <laughs> I pay attention and taking notes while you're talking. This is awesome. This is great information, and I do hope everyone is paying attention and writing this stuff down. You're listening to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Have you heard about the new Black Business Directory? Welcome to Click Urban. Here, you can find hundreds of businesses owned by us. Whatever business professional you're looking for, they're right here. And the best part is, membership is absolutely free. Just go to www.theclickurban.com, sign up for a free account, create your free listing, and boom, you're done. Begin surfing the largest black business directory online and be seen by hundreds of customers and clients all in one place. Get exposure on all of the major search engines, including Google. 
Our innovative platform includes search engine optimization that will make your listing easy to find. This is the hottest new business directory created for us by us. Join today. Go to www.theclickurban.com. Okay, so do you have any other tips, resources, advice, anything that you can give our listeners today that will pivot them to the next level? Absolutely. So what I would share is if you're going to make visibility your goal from now until 20, let's say give yourself a six month, a nine month goal that all you're focusing on is visibility. I want you to outline every area that you want to tap into from uh, written to audio to video and highlight where, you know, your create these target lists, create a visibility vision board. These are the ideal places that I want to be seen on. How, and then also create a list of, a target list of how can I become sought out in my own backyard. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised how even just working with boys and girls clubs, YMCAs, uh, the uh, uh, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, we overlook some of these organizations that still need our support. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still able to get paid because Girl Scouts didn't end just because they're not able to meet. They're still looking for support. They still got to earn their badges. So if we're having virtual calls, that's, that's visibility and profitability. So I want them not only just to be seen, I want them to also focus on how they can get paid. Mm -hmm. The profits and the visibility have to go together, you know, and I know a lot of people who are seen, I have a lot of celebrity friends, but the minute they say they're hosting their own event, they can't even get five bucks in a seat. Yes. So it's important that we pay attention to the partnerships we have because that shortens the learning curve. I want to walk right into a room that the company already paid for them to be there and they're paying for me to show up. And then now I can invite those same people to something that I'm having later on. Mm -hmm. So create a marketing plan and a visibility plan that focuses on where you want to be seen, whether it's written, audio, video, and start plugging away and finding out who's interviewing who. All you have to do is pull in empowerment podcast, uh, black entrepreneurship podcast, Essence Top 100 Podcast, Black Enterprises Top 100 Podcast, Inc. Magazine's Podcast. All of these people, their names and emails on everything that they write from Inc. to Fortune to New York Times to Essence to Black Enterprise. And all you have to do with a click of a button. Mm -hmm. Then most of the time their name is there, their LinkedIn information is there, and their Twitter handle is there. Follow them. Let them know that you're here. Your goal on that vision board, that visibility vision board, is to say, I am here. And that's what I leave you with. Oh, well, Lucinda, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today. And I really do hope we can have you back on the show. And yes. before I uh, end the show today, I want to make sure that um, the listeners know how to connect with you. And I'll give them a quick recap as well. So you guys, you can connect with Lucinda at Twitter at Lucinda Speaks with an S. Instagram at Lucinda Cross and her website at lucindacross.com. Is there any other social media I have missed that you? Nope, that's it. That's it. Instagram is my favorite place to play. Connect with me there, DM me there, grab a copy of my book, The Big Ask, which is on Amazon to show you how to ask for all of this that we just talked about. 
um, boldly <laughs> and effectively, <laughs> but you covered it all. So to recap, if you don't appear in front of your ideal audience, they will end up choosing someone else with more visibility who provides the same services that you offer. And for partnerships to be successful, there has to be a mutual understanding of each partner's role in the community. What each has to offer the partnership, what each partner needs from the relationship. So before entering into a strategic partnership, I want you guys to ask yourself, how does that potential partner's mission align with ours? What is that potential partner's role in the community and whom does it serve? what new opportunities become possible by combining those forces? And finally, what are any potential risks or conflicts in partnering with that organization? So in conclusion, I will leave you guys with this final thought. We've got the economic power to turn our communities around. It's up to us and only us. Everybody can be a leader in their own right. How are you spending your money? If you search hashtag Black-owned businesses on Instagram or Twitter, and you'll find hundreds of posts from people across the U.S. sharing their own lists of local Black-owned restaurants, bookstores, beauty brands, and so much more. But have you signed up your business with Click Urban yet? Basic registration is 100% free. Click Urban supports and publicizes Black-owned businesses and organizations in the African-American community. So stop by our website to find out more, www.theclickurban.com. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the content. As always, please share, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you do use. Thanks for listening. And remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. You've been listening to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business with Lynn Nicole podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you would like more information on any of our stories or would like to know how to get involved and share your story, head over to our website at theclickurban.com to contact us. Have a great week, and we'll see you next episode.